we're live. Welcome <laughs> to another episode. <laughs> it's really weird starting without any kind of intro. Can we all try our evil laughs? Like legit try our evil laughs? Uh, okay, go. You first. Yeah. Why? Because it was my idea. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good, actually. How about I you? Believed it. I did. Oh man, I'm gonna embarrass myself yeah. right now. Whatever. I can't even laugh right now. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that was that was good because you transitioned into it like super smooth. I was like, wait, is she doing the evil laugh? Is that? The wave. I had to. I'm pretty impressed. Mine is a little more cartoony. It's like. <laughs> Damn, cool, Very Phantom cool. of the Opera. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That I can see that. You guys, so, you musicals, Renee? Is that uh, your thing? Now? I mean, like the normal amount. <laughs> normal amount. So <laughs> this is—I know it's not the week that uh, it's airing, but uh, we're actually recording this on the week of May fourth, which is known as Star Wars Week. And uh, with that in mind, that's how we have chosen our, our esteemed guest for this episode. Leo was good. Wearing a fucking cape, I might add. I mean, come on. By request. By request. Well, listen, you can't bring up that you have a cape and then expect us not to want to see it. Entirely on me. I was just asking for it, basically. So, hey. You have a cape. It's like saying, I want to wear a cape because you're telling people to ask you me know, to wear it. Yeah, I guess <laughs> like, some, like if you want to like psychoanalyze it somewhere deep in my psyche, I was like, I want to wear a cape today. Why not? You did want to wear a cape. Yeah. I feel like it. Yeah. But let's yeah. see. Nice. How did you uh, celebrate May the 4th? So I got up early, which <laughs> I never do. And I started watching the original trilogy for Star Wars. Um, but yeah, you know, just like wore all my Star Wars clothes and just like marathon the movies a little bit. Dre talked me into starting all over again with Rogue One when I had already started with A New Hope. But he like, you know, ruined it for me when he told me like about the transition and everything. And I hadn't considered that factor, you know, in my marathoning planning. So it definitely changed things. But that transition was fire. It's spot on. Yeah. So, so you guys are start with Rogue One camp and then go from there. I don't know that I'm, I would consider myself still a part of that camp because if I were to introduce the movies to somebody, I think I would start with the original trilogy. Yeah, but since I've that, I don't even know how many times. It would be really cool to watch it from Rogue One, which Dre brought up, so I figured I might as well do that today of all days. Why not? Let me ask you, is that the first time you've watched Rogue One and A New Hope back-to-back? -back? So, hmm, I don't think so but i feel like i did more of a watching the last scene and then the first scene just for that transition because i think somebody actually like on youtube or something you know with the editing and everything they actually like made it seamless so it was like one long scene from the last scene of the movie to the uh, of rogue one to the first one of a new hope wow. so i feel like that did that like amazing transition and i feel like that's the video that i watched so when you reminded me about that i was like i definitely have to watch it like back to back with the whole movies i have to, to celebrate i have to look that up See if I can find it. No, it, it was, they did a spectacular job with the editing, man. These kids out here doing this shit just for fun, like, they're the true heroes. You know they're what, 
you know what throws me off? That when you start A New Hope, like the stormtroopers look like they're not in that much like of an urgent situation, you know? They're supposed to be like like they attack this fucking ship and they're kind of just like walking around super casual. It's a little weird. Not for this shit, man. Like a light valet jog. They're like They do not. They do not. I just don't understand how they were like referred to as like the most like accurate shooters in the galaxy or whatever, and then you see them actually do it, and it's just like they're blindfolded the entire time. I'm like, where's the logic? It's just one of the plot holes. One of the little plot holes that just eat it, eats at me at night. Yeah. But yeah. What you guys don't know is that those ray guns have a lot of kickback. All right, so it's hard to aim. All right, I got you guys back. Don't worry. Okay. Don't that's worry. that's that's why you practice. They're practice their entire lives for this, and then they can't do the base like function that they were made for. These guys behind me, they're the real heroes, all right? I will not have you putting them down. <laughs> I feel like George Lucas is such a big picture guy that I think little details like that kind of go past him a little bit. You know what I mean? Because his, his vision was so vast and he was looking so far past just like the one movie that he was making at the, at the time that maybe the small details were sacrificed in favor of the larger vision, in a way. And I get that, but I feel like a lot of the times when you make that decision during the filmmaking process, I feel like, in a way, you're sort of robbing the audience of those little moments, like you said, where you get to really know the characters a little more in depth. And you sacrifice that for more of the big picture things and all of that stuff, which is, of course, it's just you have to find that balance. So I feel like sometimes they mess with that balance a little bit. And so then that's what you get what happened with the the last trilogy for Star Wars, where it's just like it didn't delve into certain storylines the way we would have liked it, the way we were expecting it to, the way it really should have. So that's my only issue with that. Yeah. I think um, maybe it had to do with like sets. I don't think sets were that huge back then. You know, and this is something you may not think about, but it's like, okay, in order to have the stormtroopers run through the scene, it's like they have to run at a light jog because it's not like we can do any kind of camera movement or we have the space to to adjust or anything like that. So, um, and then know. I th- and then I feel like it's the camera work that comes into it because you can do a lot of things with perspective and manipulating that and what people see. So if you just like choose maybe different shots, maybe they could have done that. But then you wouldn't get the Star Wars transitions that we're used to, where it just like you know the whole thing, where it's just like yeah, it's epic. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it was the seventies, you know, and it's like. I think, yeah. yeah, like that kind of detail, like I feel like any mili- any movie with any military aspect on it, that's how they ran in the movie. They always like <laughs> ran like on a light jog, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like no one was ever really hustling, you know? So, so, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's not real to, to it's not realistic. You know? So then maybe it should have been the job of Rogue One to make it so that it uh, blends even better right maybe have the fucking stormtroopers in rogue one run like that you know what i mean <laughs> just that it makes sense you know yeah, right. it's I weird when, when you're doing some when you're retconning things right and when you're like going back like for instance they never mentioned like gwygon in the old star Wars, in you know the original yeah. star wars trilogy and all of a sudden he's like this huge important figure and shit that you should know about but you don't you know and it's like it's it's weird when you're writing backwards, right? That's that's not even the yeah. cardinal sin anymore. It's like these last three movies are the cardinal sin now. You know, it's like yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. But, yeah, let's not even talk about those. <laughs> I'm gonna get upset all over again. I really am. I really am. 
I did read something that got me excited today. Uh, Boba Fett is going to be in The Mandalorian Season 2. Did you hear about this? Oh. Are you yeah. serious? Yes, I read this today. Like, you can confirm it. Like, it's a fact. I'm pretty fucking sure. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll look it up. Okay, right. see. You can't Promise do that. Right, she'll have your firstborn. <laughs> Talk right? about so I'm going to look this up. Because yeah. that well, sounds that, really cool. Okay, so, like, now, so I would have to wonder, like, from what point, like, wait, what do you mean Job of the Hut in Mandalorian? Mandalorian happens afterwards, so it wouldn't be Job of the Hut. It would be somebody else. No, Boba Fett. Oh. Boba Jesus Fett. Yeah. Boba Fett. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, uh, that's the one that they had alluded to when they saw, when they showed just the boots when he walked up to that lady that they left dead. So the question yeah. is... Yeah, talking about that SmackDown from, like, halfway through the season. I was like, oh, shit. Hopefully. When does, when does Mandalorian take place in the whole storyline? After the original trilogy, right? After yeah, but how far after? I think like thirty years. No, Isn't 30 that years is, is the beginning of the new trilogy, right? Yeah, so it's I like I don't know, but this is after. Oh, okay, no, yeah, you're right, you're right. Hmm. What happens in those thirty? Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, it happens in those thirty years. Thirty years. Okay, so like the old trilogy ends and then right. 30 years later is the new trilogy, right? But mm -hmm. Mandalorian happens right after the Empire Falls. Okay. Remember in, in Mandalorian Season 1, they're kind of like still getting, the whole universe is getting used to not being under Empire rule anymore. It happens right after the trilogy. Right, right, so, right. So supposedly, Boba Fett is going to be in Season 2, which begs me to, to ask, like, is it going to be current timeline or is it going to be flashbacks right because that's another thing that maybe we're not considering it might just be flashbacks you know right nah uh, i feel like you can do that with like maybe you know in the last episode with um solo making like a, a nice little comeback for ben or whatever but for a big character like that that we know from the original trilogy for them to just bring him back as like flashbacks I don't know if that would do it justice. I feel like they would have to bring back the whole character to have some, some something happen between the two of them. I would That's hope. That's what so. I would. Want. What was the last time we saw uh, Boba? When he died, supposedly. Starlight pit. He he falls into the. But my favorite theory of all time actually suggests that he actually dug himself out of a starlight pit through the side when he just like blasted through him and he somehow managed to make it. So yeah. They're gonna have to explain it if he's alive. We're going to have to get an official explanation. Ooh. Wasn't he part of a clone army too? He was, no, his father was the model for all the clones. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he himself was a clone of his father. Right, right, right. Yeah. You're right. It's like Jesus and God father. all over again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, I think I said this last time, but as much as people get on uh, the prequels, and I think they're pretty horrible too as far as like actual movies but the mythology that was introduced in the prequels mm -hmm. aside from the fucking midichlorian bullshit right the mm -hmm. all the mythology that was that was introduced was fucking dope you know you're Better right the last three right yeah like, for sure they really do ignored much. everything yeah because like when we talk about it like you just brought up the the clones and shit like that and and you know vader's background and like that stuff we consider canon as bad as those movies were like we accept the decisions that were made in those three movies as canon mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. um 
I don't know that I have that same respect for the new ones. Like, I can't accept that, you know, that that shit went down the way it went down. You know what I mean? I don't consider, I don't even consider it canon, to be honest. Yeah, I kind of wish it just had never happened. Like, if I could just erase it from my memory, I'd be super happy with that, you know? Read some fanfic or something. Yeah. I always always defend them on a level of, um, like, okay, if you're a kid now and you're watching this for the first or, like, some three fun movies that will keep the the name alive you know what i mean but other than that they're not like anything up to the storytelling quality or sticking with the story like the uh other movies were there's an ad that just popped up behind you <laughs> oh really oh shit <laughs> yeah man we're getting high tech over here what Lego happened Bus, Lego Bus got ads <laughs> Lego Bus got ads yeah man. so what are we talking about? <laughs> they don't have a sewage system or anything. They're a giant swamp, but they have ads. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to pay the bills around here. You know? Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. Besides, like, the Mandalorian, I know um, someone just got picked up. I think it was... What's his name? Uh, Waititi? Waikiti? Taika? Oh, yeah. Fuck? yeah. oh Taika Waititi. Yes, he's going yeah. di- to direct a new Star Wars movie along with the director of 1917. Yes. Okay, so is there any word as to what these movies are about, when they're going to take place? Like, what I is... No, I haven't heard anything else besides that. I just know that it's a Star Wars movie. It could be a standalone, like Solo or Rogue One, which kind of goes into the Darth Vader saga, but it is still, you know, considered a standalone film. So I think they might go the way of that. Hmm. Crazy. I can't wait for that. That sounds awesome. I yeah, like, I, I love anything Taika does. I love that man. I really do. He's an amazing director. What has he done again? Ragnarok. Oh, right. He did Ran- Ragnarok. He right. did Ragnarok. He did Jojo Rabbit. Mm. He's done a few really, really cool ones. He did um, What We Do in the Shadows, mm. that vampire like spoof yeah. documentary movie. Yeah, Hilarious. I love that. Um, you really? Uh, did you like Jojo Rabbit? I haven't watched Jojo Rabbit. I read the plot. I do that. Don't judge me. But um, it seems like really, really interesting. I really do want to watch it. You, you're yeah. ashamed of reading the plot? Let me tell you, I read the entire <laughs> script. Yeah, okay. But there's there's an art in reading the script because you yourself, you know, you know what it's like to be in, this, in the industry. You know what, it, what it's like to actually be part of that process. So I can see where you would come at it from that angle. But me, that's just me being nosy and just like making sure like what I'm getting myself into before a movie, which... <laughs> Is not really how movies are meant to be watched, obviously. But, Come but on. you know, I'll I'll argue I in mean, favor of that though, in favor of that, because like I don't feel like when I've read the script to a movie before I see the movie, I don't feel like it's ruining my experience. In fact, no, like, definitely not. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's enhancing it because I already know what the plot is, so I get to just like really take in the movie itself. Whereas like I'm not trying to figure out the plot in real time. You know what I mean? So it helps me in a way. I, it doesn't have that effect on me because I can't figure it out even if my life depended on it. So it's not what I'm doing it for. Nice. I just, yeah, I just can't. No. Some people have that gift where they can just like tell where something like that is going. I'm very oblivious to that kind of stuff, which is why I'm not a great movie critic. I just, so I just try to like enjoy it for what it is and then, you know, maybe judge it after like the second or third rewatch or something like that. But are you the kind of person that cares about being spoiled? About like a movie being spoiled for you, the plot being spoiled? I have um, I have stopped talking to people because they spoiled the movie for me. Ooh. I had um, I had Endgame spoiled for me. Oh. I had how yeah 
um, my friends, I, I waited like two days or something like that to watch the the show, the, the, the movie. And then my friend on Facebook, she was like, oh, um, I'm still shocked at Tony Stark's death. Like the day after it had oh, come out. Come on. Like that to me is just that's disrespectful. Like especially <laughs> when I've made it very clear that I'm very passionate about these movies and these fandoms or whatever. Yeah. You do that, like, we're, no. Not even it. an explanation, nothing. It's just, no. Bye. <laughs> yeah. You have to know better, though, as, like, your friend, I'm saying. Like, yeah. She has to know better, you know? Yeah. So that's why she's not my friend. <laughs> yeah. She, she probably just assumed that you saw it on opening night, right? I mean, but the thing is, I'm not the only, you know, like, you're just, if you're doing that, you're just doing it, like, out of spite. I agree. Like you just want to ruin it Trolling. for people. Like you gotta know better than to like post something like the day right after. That's just it's sacrilege. Come on. Oh, Come on. she posted. It's too late it. in the game. She posted it. Oh, none. Yeah, there's no like, sp- like, like she just posted it for everybody to see. No. Yeah, no, this wasn't like a private message. She just for the world. How are you gonna do that? I just I'm getting upset. Anyway, there needs to be some kind of a penalty. Honestly, yes. There needs to be a penalty. There has to be something. Something that I don't even know where we, where we would start to make it right. But Listen, oh, I have yeah. a, I have so a friend. So that's how I feel about getting things spoiled. <laughs> yeah. Look, I have a friend that doesn't even watch trailers. You know? Yes, I have, I have a friend like that too. And I understand their, their reasoning behind that. So sometimes I do that. But a lot of the times, I just like I said, I want to know what I'm getting myself into. I was about to say that about the trailers because the way they're cut nowadays, like you literally, they tell the entire plot in the trailer now. Yeah. It's crazy. Like every- well, a lot of the times, then sometimes they fake you out, like in Endgame, where they like digitally remove certain people from the trailers to sort of misguide you. Endgame, but you yes, got the like yes, yes. I see what you're saying. Like Netflix trailers will be like, um, <laughs> you know, it'll be like, yeah. he was born in a world. You know, that was post-apocalyptic, and he had to make his way through it. He meets a girl. They fall in love. What does he do? He marries her. Then they have a baby. Then the bad guy shows up. What do they do? They beat him. <laughs> you know, like, basically tells the whole damn plot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh it's like, even if you're trying to fake me out, like, you just told me half the movie, you know? Yeah. I find that trailers work a lot better when they don't release a lot of the plot. You know what I mean? Because I remember when uh, I was waiting for Batman v Superman, the first trailer I, that they came out with was fucking super sick, and they didn't yeah. tell anything about the plot. Then the second trailer came out, dude, they showed you Doomsday, they showed you the beginning of the movie, the middle of the movie, the end of the movie, the, everything, you know? And right. and kind of ruined it for me before I even went to go watch it, you know? But are you talking about the the trailer or the, the teaser trailer? There was a Comic Con trailer that was super dope, and it's, it's and how long was it like? It's the one that they cut for Hall H. It was like I don't know, like three minutes maybe. Oh, it's a pretty long trailer. That oh, one was super shit. dope because it was just like random scenes, and it just gave you like the feel of the movie, but it didn't mm-hmm. give you plot, you know? Okay. Um, and then they released the official trailer, the one that went out to the TV spots and stuff like that, and that that it literally gave away the entire movie. Uh, you know, it was. Damn. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Still get upset thinking about that movie. Well, now that you've like, seen, I just... now that you've seen Justice League, though, does that kind of validate Batman v Superman a little bit more? Because it's not so bad for me. I saw it the other day, and I was like, you know, besides, like, there's some solid stuff in that movie, 
it just like doesn't start well and it doesn't end well. But <laughs> like, there's some good stuff. <laughs> in it, like, but the like whole middle part's gonna be awesome. <laughs> like the what? whole thing with the pearls and the way it starts. It's just like I don't love how the intro is, you know. And then obviously everything like after the the breakout scene with them starts when they start to fight. Like after that, you know, it's downhill. Yeah, the, I didn't. I didn't like that movie and like you know at first <laughs> when I first saw it um I I got a little hype off Batman kicking Superman's ass. I was like okay that was cool to watch on screen, you know. Um but really like once I watched it the second time I was like okay it's yeah it just didn't have it right. It didn't have the right feel. I don't think Batman belongs on a in a movie with Superman and Doomsday and shit. I just don't think it works. Especially if that's how you're introducing the character into that universe. That's not how it should have happened. It's not how it should, like, 100%. He's not even my favorite superhero. I don't care for him, but that's not how it should have happened. He's too important to the whole, you know, Justice League system for it to, like, come into the fray like that. That doesn't make any sense. They handled that completely the wrong way. Does Marvel have any superheroes like that that, that don't have any superpowers at all? It's like Tony Stark would be one. Black Widow. Black Widow. And the uh, but see, they managed to blend them in pretty well into that supernatural world, you know. Because and, the whole Marvel world is heightened, though. Everybody knows how to fight super dope and shit, and it's like the whole Marvel universe is just like true. heightened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of works. You don't really think twice about it. Well, they have a training montage in every in every uh, origin. <laughs> so that's where they learn how to fight. But DC plays up like the whole human element of Batman more than Marvel plays it up for those characters, you know. Right. Like for know. which characters would you say like you you think that so you think Marvel is lacking that? I I just think um, they they make a big deal. DC makes a big deal of reminding you that Batman is human, whereas Marvel I don't think they do that with. It's not a criticism with Black Widow and. Uh, and like the human ones, you know what I mean? They don't, I feel like the Avengers movies, it's just kind of casual. The whole thing's kind of casual, you know? They're all like okay. just together. What do you mean? It doesn't matter that one's human and one's not and one's a super soldier. It's, they're just all yeah. there, you know? They do Where, make mention that they are amongst the gods, but other than that, it's like a pretty level playing field. Uh-huh, exactly. Okay. And they do shit that's like not really that human, you know? But I guess you can say the same about Batman too, right? Exactly. I was sad when Tony Stark died. Oh, I cried like a baby. Oh, there is some kind Some of days I'll wake up and I'll still be like, I miss Tony Stark. <laughs> Legit. I just get real sad out of nowhere. And then just like stare at a mural of him. Yeah. I'll, stay, I'll think about it for too long and just like start crying. Like, oh, Light no. a candle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but then, but then see, they can't do this to me because then I actually heard a rumor the other day that they were thinking about bringing him back somehow. Maybe in like flashbacks or like they figured out because, you know, with, with comic movies, comic books, and, and those, you know, nobody gets ever really, truly dead, right? Or so they say. So I would be 100% totally willing to just accept them back and say, like, yes, okay, you're alive, whatever, I don't care. Uh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Because so cool I'm so that tired that... of sad endings. I really am. It's cool that that was their B-list characters, too. You know what I mean? I like. Yeah, before so that, you never really, like, yeah, Iron Man wasn't, like, the main one that you thought about, you know what I mean? But after they, they did everything, oh, my God, who wasn't talking about Iron Man and Robert Downey Jr. and how he was, like, the perfect choice for that role, you know? Yeah. 
Mark, I think the the sorry, future of the MCU for me depends on how they handle the mutants. Because that they have so many characters, <sighs> the X Men. That if Marvel does it right, they have their entire next phase right there. You know, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. They have a winning track record too, man. Like, I keep watching Spider Man Part Two. Like, I I really enjoy that movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, they just and, and I hadn't enjoyed a few <laughs> movies, a few Marvel movies. Like, I didn't enjoy Captain Marvel. Like, um, and there was like another one I didn't really like. But anyways, like Spider Man Two for me, and he hits it, hits the nail on the head. Don't cry, Argentina. You're talking about Far From Home? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I come from the generation, I remember Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man, you know, loved him, loved what he did with the character and all that. You know, he's the OG, obviously. With all that said, I... Garfield was cool. I really liked what they did with him. I feel like they should, they could have salvaged it somehow, but they didn't, you know, whatever. But then Tom Holland. There's just something about him. I really, I really do enjoy him as a Spider-Man. I really do. I think, you know, the casting was great for it. We finally get a young enough looking one that it makes sense and all that, you know, from where he's supposed to be, where we get introduced to him and all of that. And just the way they brought it in also with Tony Stark being a big part of his character development. I really enjoyed all of that. I really, really did. I'm very happy what they did with this one. And Spider-Man fighting Mysterio, like, all over the screen. Oh, my God. Pulled out the illusion tech. Like, Yo, really cool, like. that shit fucked me up when everything was like when he they like he blamed himself for Tony's death. I'm like, oh my god, what are you doing to this poor kid? Like, he doesn't deserve this. Like, first of all, you have a shitty ass reason for like trying to get back at Tony Stark just because he named your thing. What was it, fart or something like that? Come on, get over yourself. <laughs> really? Oh. I liked the first one a lot better. I liked Homecoming way better than Far From Home. I had your boy in it. Yeah, Michael Keaton. Yeah, but yeah, whole- Michael Keaton is vulture. Great, great stuff. Yeah, he was great. great look how stuff. look how they do such a great job, like of like dancing on that line of like they bring in these characters like Vulture, right? Like Vulture to me is a cheesy villain, like out of all the Spider-Man villains, you know, like Doc Ock, you know, Reptile or whatever his name was. That guy is better than to me Vulture, but. They just made it cool, you know what I'm saying? Like they know how to like use their resources, I guess is what I'm trying to say. No, and they definitely established like a style and a voice that I think they kind of lean on to because it works now because you know the Marvel universe is full of these crazy ass characters and shit like that. So like a vulture works just like an Ant Man works, right? Yeah. Like, characters are cheesy on paper, but the way Marvel has set up their universe, they it kind of all works. Again, yeah. like kind of casual they acknowledge each other about like you know having crazy powers and, and shit like that but they, they kind of get over it real quick yeah they're just like all right cool so this is how we're gonna play to each other's strengths and each other's like weaknesses and this is what we're gonna do and we'll all be on the like same like playing field and we'll get this shit done right yeah. but yeah dc plays it a lot different like dc really especially the the Zack snyder era right like they really hone in on the whole like superheroes and how the public reacts to them and shit like, like the whole fucking batman v superman was about people thinking that superman is a god right yeah and people thinking that batman is like a fucking devil you know it's it's a lot of it you get a lot of like the reaction and this is real and this is not and with marvel it's just kind of it's accepted pretty easily they make a couple quips about it but they all accept it pretty easily but they yeah pepper, but they pepper it in enough 
that that's all I need, like, for a superhero movie. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to go into this really deep character study of Superman. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to, like, see, like, the fun, the action, you know, I want to see... Like, the see... staples of his story and then just move on with the, the actual plot. Yeah, the one-liners and the happy ending, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's what I'm there for, and I, I enjoy it. Like, And I'm anxious to see what Marvel does with Blade coming up, too, because I think that's going to be dope. Like, Yes. Yeah. Yo, and, hell and yeah. I, that they're bringing the TV characters into the Marvel Universe now, because apparently, like, apparently Charlie Cox is going to be Daredevil in the new Spider-Man movie, and right. he's going to be Peter Parker's lawyer. Because of I what think happened. I heard about that, yeah. Because at I the end of yeah, 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 where they accuse him of killing Mysterio, yes. So he's gonna hire Charlie Cox. That's sick. Daredevil, you know, Matt Murdock. Like yeah. if they do that, I'm. I'm if in. I look this up later, Dre, and it's not real, I'm gonna be really upset. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm just telling you right now, I'm no, gonna be not. really upset. Oh, saying right now, this is not confirmed. This is a real. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This would be awesome. I still don't understand why they canceled it. I mean, the choreography on those fight scenes, the Netflix show I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just clean as fuck. Just clean. Oh my god, so good. Daredevil, so good. great show. That was a great show. Great I really show. I just rewatched Punisher, and I liked Punisher, man. I'm sorry, like season Punisher one is was good. great too. Season I gotta go back on it for some reason. Like it didn't capture me. Season one, I can't. I can't really tell you why. It just seemed like he was just depressed and whining for a lot of the time. <laughs> you know. It, it turned me off, and I, I never even finished season one, so... That's 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 what I was going to ask you, if you actually finished it, because I get what you're saying, I because I, I had that exact same feeling when I first watched it, but I powered through it, and I ended up watching it, and it was awesome. You know how people tell you you got you to gotta get past the first couple episodes of The Office? Right, right. Same thing. Okay. The guy, the, the guy okay. wears a skull on his chest. You know he's going to be a little emo, you know what I mean? And it's hilarious. Some of the dialogue <laughs> is just hilarious, too. It's just it so on funny. brand with what we expect of him. No, it's really well done. All those shows are really well done. He's great, too. I'd like to see Marvel bring him into the movies, uh, Daredevil, and then Jessica Jones. I think, um, I forget her name, but she she's great as Jessica Jones. Kristen Ritter. Yep. Kristen Ritter, there you go. I yeah. didn't love yeah. Jessica Jones. I couldn't, I couldn't get past season one, and I left it like six episodes in or something like that. You know? So you didn't finish the first yeah. season. Same I thing. Just, Once you actually get involved with the characters, the ending is... The finale for that show was like just really because you get to know this. Um, her nemesis basically in the show and all the things that he put her through and everything like that. So when you get to the end, I mean, I'm trying not to give too much away or whatever because I know you haven't finished it. But man, I mean, it's just it's a good ending. It's Are you a talking really about season one specifically or the or the season one specifically? Show. Oh yes, season one is great. I never Oof. saw. The 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 finale for season one for Jessica Jones, fuego. Yeah, fuego. the villain was great too. Yes, I love him, David Tennant. Yeah, he was love great. David Tennant. He's great in whatever he does. I just love that man. Great actor. What else has he been in? I don't recognize the name. Doctor Who. Oh, there you go. He's Doctor Who, right? The um, first one, anyone. Um, and then he's in that one where he's like the devil, and he has like an angel friend. I forget the name of it. It's a really cool show, though. Oh, that that is a good show. That yeah. is a good show. Oh, good yeah. Omens. There you go. Good there, Omens. I've, I saw the Fire. first episodes of that. Yeah. That's a good show. I, yeah. 
It's such a good show. And just like, just the setting of it. I just love things that are like biblical and things like that, where you just like bring it into its own thing and it's hilarious. Awesome. I love it. I'm here for it. And they're great together. They really are. Are you a fan of dogma? (laughs) Yo, dogma. I have so much love for that movie. I have so much love for that. When people tell me they haven't watched Dogma, I'm like, this is what we're doing right now. We're watching Dogma. I I can't leave. Like, I'm not a good, you know, what am I doing as a human being if I don't make sure you've watched Dogma at least once in your life? Facts, though. Amazing (laughs) movie. I do. That's a dope-ass movie, man. That's a dope movie. It's the best movie, man. Who is that? Who are the, um, the two guys that made that movie? No, it's Kevin Smith. It's Kevin Smith? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, because it's yeah, but you're Jane Silent Bob. Yeah, but no, yeah, it's Kevin Smith. I'm sorry, but they did also um, Clerks, right? Yeah, it's Kevin Smith. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. Okay, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Smith. Yeah. Great, great movie. Can't get enough See, like, of it. I don't love Clerks, but um, I love Dogma. What's not to love about Dogma? I mean, I could get in on on Dogma for forever. Don't get me started. I just great movie. I love the first five Kevin Smith movies. He did I think, Mall Rats too? Yes. Mall Rats is awesome. Clerks, Mall Rats, Chasing Amy, Dogma, and Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. That to me is like Kevin Smith's prime, you know? Right. I, all those movies are dope. I don't think I've watched one or two of Chasing Amy. I haven't watched that one. That's, that's a, a good watch. I have not. Yeah, that's a good movie. Get on that. You seen Mall Rats? Mall Rats? I think I watched it once, but it was a really long time ago. That's no, I think it was Clerk that I watched. Yeah. So Kevin yeah. Smith. Yeah. Kevin Smith was kind of the original. Like he did the MCU before the MCU did it. Because Kevin Smith's movies all exist in the same universe. And characters come in and out, you know, and those five are like the best example. Like his, I think it's called his view because it was view askew was the name of his a production company so it was like you a skew universe or whatever the fuck um and yeah he's got it's a kind of like it tarantino-ish in a way he's got his own like fast food restaurant brands and, and shit like that that exists within that universe so okay. it's cool. and he had like characters from one movie appear in the other movie and like the story kept going it was dope man love those uh those little tidbits you know like coming Easter to egg. america yeah, coming to America and trading places with the uh, Randolph Mortimer and all that, like that. To me, when I saw that as a kid, I remember thinking, like, that's so cool how they did the crossover, you know? Like, uh, yeah. It's, they're cool as Easter eggs. But I think where, where they try to go too far is, like, trying to overconnect movies and universes and shit like that. I think that's where, like, the comic book movie kind of uh, that's where they took a turn i think for the in the wrong direction right when everybody was trying to come out with their own little comic book universe you know i think it's better if you mm-hmm. be organic you can have like a couple little mentions in there but don't make the whole fucking movie a setup for the next movie right like give me a good movie you know so for it's, its own sake not to lend something to to another film exactly exactly like okay. it's cool when it happens but i think at some point they realize hey this it's cool when this happens let's just do a whole fucking movie of that you know yeah um and i think that's when they took a turn i don't know or if you're gonna yeah. do it be prepared that it's not gonna be a huge success and that you're gonna have to go through a couple of these in order to establish the world because like 
dark universe with Tom Cruise, for example, like with the mother. Mm. Like, yeah, they they just really screwed the pooch on that one. Yeah, like I don't love that movie, but I don't. I think it's like a six out of ten or something like that. You know, like a five. It's not on the like I can't watch it side at all. You know. Then again, like my scale is different from everybody else's. But anyways, my point. Have is, you guys seen Invisible Man? The original one or the new one? Oh, the new one. No. To compensate for that one. Is oh like, that's part of that universe. Yeah, because they were gonna start it off with the mummy, and then that was Gaga. So then now they're they're considering the Invisible Man the you know sort of that was like a soft opening. So this is like the hard opening to the universe. So they're gonna be like, oh, forget that film happened. Let's just start from here, like that. But that was a scary movie. The Invisible. It is a scary movie. Right? Yeah, yeah. They took that turn with it, like they're gonna do with the new uh, Doctor Strange movie. It's gonna yeah. be a scary movie. Yeah, it's going to be like their first like horror sort of film because he's like going into this like world of I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know if they're going to pull it off. I'm optimistic, though, because Dr. Strange, I really do like what they've done with him so far. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt for that. I don't like that scary movie shit, but I like, <laughs> I like, Benedict, I like Benedict Cumberbatch or whatever his name is. No, that's, that's his name. You got it right. <laughs> but has another universe worked besides the mcu has another universe worked like a connected universe like that you know that's not like the that's not the mcu has it i've seen this before i've seen crossovers like from movies in the past you know i mentioned one already and i've seen it some other movies like Uh, you know clearly that's what star wars is trying to do now Mm. they're trying to move past these you know skywalker saga Mm-hmm. They want to make it like this connected universe type movies that are all set like in the Star Wars world, right? I don't know if Star Wars lends itself to that. I, I, I understand the skepticism because of what we've gotten so far with the movies, but I feel like in a show setting like they did with The Mandalorian, if they're going to introduce these new characters to us, they really have to give us a time of day with giving them that character development that we really look for, that makes us attach to them, that makes us invested in their character development. So I feel like if they give just a little bit more of time to that, like they did with The Mandalorian, I feel like I got to know a lot of those characters really well. I think if they do it in the future with anybody else that they want to, you know, introduce, I feel like we'll take that very positively. But they need to just like really, you know, be committed to be able to tell that story about a specific person and 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 trust us to be able to be invested in that and want to see more from them. I wonder if now with Disney Plus... I wonder if TV is really the best arena for Star Wars right now. Meaning what? Versus cinema? Versus movies, right. Okay, so right now, Besides, like, there, there, there's a bunch of movies that haven't been released right now because of the quarantine. Yeah. No one's going to the movie theaters, you know? So I think as a, as a just based on the current conditions, I think TV is probably the way to go for them right now. Um, and like they lost a lot of business on the parks, so like because the streaming service for them. Oh yeah, big. yeah, they're they're taking some big hits with that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So actually, although they're like reopening uh, Disney Taiwan like this coming week, next week, and they sold out of tickets like in an hour after. Of course. The tickets. Sale. Of course. So it tells you like so, people are gonna go back out and be like, fuck it, you know. So. Yeah. So the parks, I don't think will suffer mm-hmm. that much, but yeah, I don't know about movie theaters. Yeah, it could be a while before people feel comfortable enough to sit in a theater in a fucking closed theater with, you know, a couple hundred people. Yeah. And, another, 
and the Mandalorian did so well for them, like why even go away from the streaming service yeah. right now? Yeah. It's a perfect- so, no, but definitely. So for for definitely for right now, you know, shows are the way to go. But at some point down the line, I definitely would like to see them with another movie, like with the Obi Obi Wan is going to be a movie, right? I thought it was going to be a show. It's going to be a show. That's what I thought, but I don't know. I've heard. Somebody- I mean, I'm down for a show, but I'd love a movie. I really would love a movie. So yeah, I definitely want to see them do something with that. With you and McGregor or whatever his name is. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. You, you swear you keep getting these names wrong, but you get them just right. Like, you said Benedict Cumberbatch with, like, no problem. <laughs> or whatever his name is. Oh, yeah, that's his name. <laughs> I think I'd rather see a show with you and McGregor. First of all, a show, we're going to get more of it. I feel like with a movie, I don't trust enough that they'll do a standalone movie. Like, they'll try to turn it into a trilogy, and it's going to be overkill. Right, I don't trust Disney enough to just say, "Yeah, we're just gonna do one Obi Wan movie." Nah, they're gonna try to do a fucking trilogy, you know? Because they know we love them. Hey, that's what they tried to do with Han Solo, and it just didn't work. You're right. Obviously, setting up. Well, I mean, Han Solo had its own issues. Come on, Han Han Solo Solo had its own fair set of issues. When you have um, um, what's this guy from Cheers, Woody Harrelson, and uh. You know, it was like a really good cast, man. And like, I just didn't enjoy it at all. You know, like I couldn't sit through it. Like I literally was falling asleep every single time. Yeah. Mm. I so, didn't dislike it that much. I I really disliked it. I'd rather watch um, the last three movies than that. You know. Wow. It was it was too much of a stretch for me to believe that that dude becomes Harrison Ford. Really? No, I thought he was actually a pretty good match. It was just the pacing of the movie to me. It was just so like kind of slow and uneventful. Like I don't know. Yeah, and then I mean they like switched. What was it like? They switched director or storyline like halfway through everything. So there was like a bunch of reshoots, and they didn't get to do as much as they would have wanted. I mean they and then the 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 marketing campaign really wasn't that strong for it as it should have been. There were just a lot of things that went against it in favor. There were a lot of factors. I feel like if they have if things had gone differently, you know, we'd be happy with the movie. Honestly, because he wasn't a bad actor. No, Lando was good in it too. I thought Lando yes. was the coolest part. Yeah, Donald Definitely. Glover. Mm-hmm. Oh my yes. God, he he really. And if there if that movie was to be salvaged, it would have been by him. I loved him as Lando. Yeah. I love I love Donald part. Glover, Childish Gambino, whatever you want to call him. Love him. I was watching um, a, a, the latest Men in Black International or whatever, and then. They redid the scene from the original Men in Black where they're showing like celebrities on the screen and they're like, oh yeah, he's an alien. <laughs> he's an alien. And then they show Childish Gambino. He's like, oh, for sure, he's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> what show is this? Men in Black International? Men in Black International, yeah. It's like they, they redid Men in Black basically, uh, but with Thor and um, uh, Charlotte Hale as the main characters. Or whatever. Yeah. In that, you mean the new movie? And Men in Black, yeah. Oh, okay, that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, Men in Black International. Charlotte Hale. Charlotte Hale and Thor. <laughs> Wait, our, do you do you Charlotte watch Westworld or no? You don't watch Westworld, right? Me? Yeah. I always hear you guys talk about it. I'm like, damn, I need to get on that because I know they're going to ask me that. But no, I haven't gotten back to it. It seems like a really interesting show, but I haven't gotten past this first season. Okay, One so let's two. not let's not talk about season three just yet. Okay. <laughs> 
you think you guys think if I watch it, I'll be become emotionally invested enough to want to like wait for the the plot to develop? Season one and two are amazing. Yeah. Season three out yet? Yes. It just finished. Season three just finished. Was it good or no? You just mentioned one and two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) People like it. You know, I don't. I'm. I'm People. People are idiots. Right. (laughs) I'm falling off the wagon a little bit, but one and two are worth watching. One and two are amazing, for sure. Okay. All right. But yeah, we won't talk about Westworld because you know I have, you know I have problems, Cap. I started watching um, uh, Last Man on Earth, and it is hilarious. And it's based like in a pandemic, like in the aftermath or whatever. It's really funny, like because a lot of it like kind of aligns, you know, with what we're going on today. Like, and they'll like have people that have been out at sea that come back to land, and then they die from the disease. It's like really funny. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, it's funny. It's like a funny show. Yeah, it's hilarious, dude. What's it called again? Last Man on Earth. Last Man on Earth. Why does that sound so familiar? Like on Fox. Like, you know, it's one of those shows that I would have never watched if we weren't in quarantine. You know, like, I just ended up watching it. Who's in the cast? Um, It's the, the guy from that other show and the girl that was on that thing. And don't forget uh, the <laughs> other guy. <laughs> Thank you, Dre. I haven't whomped you in a minute, dude. Yeah, I haven't gotten any quarantine whomped. Damn it. <laughs> I'm feeling a little more, you know, sympathetic during the quarantine, you know? <laughs> nice guy. Yo, I've... did you... Sorry. Um, did you guys see the Elon Musk, uh, Joe Rogan interview? By any chance? No. Did you, Jay? I watched the first, like, 20 minutes of it, but then I got caught up doing some other shit. So, Leo, he was talking about um they're working on doing implants to put into people's skulls uh currently it's going to be to like alleviate anything like if you lost your sight or if you can't walk that kind of thing right but so they're going to have wires that connect into your brain and then he was talking about eventually we're not going to need to use language anymore because we can just download each other's thoughts into each other's brains and that's it and he's like He's like, have you ever tried to explain a really complicated concept to someone uh, in words? It's very difficult. Imagine you could send them exactly what you're thinking, you know? Um, but yeah. Sheesh. He, he said 10 years. Sheesh, man. I don't know about all that, dog. That's a, that's a no for me, man. It's a no he, for me. It's like he, he hasn't said, watched any of those movies. There are so many movies that point to this, why this is right, such right. a bad idea. Right. We've seen he, this before. Yeah. He made Come a good on, point, man. though. He made a good point. He said, because I agree with you guys, but then when he spoke, he said, we are going to invent AI no matter what. Right. At mm. least this way, we get to go along for the ride. If it's part of our brain, if it's part of us, at least we're along for the ride. Because otherwise, AI doesn't need us for anything. Like, you know, like, it's just, it, it's too smart. It'd be like us talking to a tree. Like, you know, it doesn't want to interact with us uh, unless it's attached to us physically and needs us. Like a symbiotic relationship. Right. He's like, I'm we not buying well it. I'm just not buying it. It just sounds scary. Like, we've seen too many movies already. Yeah. Yeah, no. 
I'll see. I'll see what happens to everybody else. Maybe for a little bit, and if it's I, I'm like, mm, I might consider, but I'm not about to jump on that trend just yet. You know what I mean? All right. Imagine this. Imagine you are 35. You have the implant, and you hit save state, right? And then you save a copy of your brain. And then when you're 80, like you a bring it up. <laughs> you bring it up, and then you talk to your 35 year old self when you're 80. What would I tell her? I don't know. You just be like, oh, what are you thinking about? <laughs> well, what I want to like, talk to my 35 year old self. If well, I'm 80, she's an idiot. How, exactly. You could tell her how wrong she is about everything. <laughs> like, I'm like this is how you handle everything wrong, and this is why I'm suffering for it. Exactly. Come on. <laughs> you know what's crazy? You remember, like, in the last episode, how Agony was talking about um sending a bunch of people because he like forwarded the email and he didn't he forgot to like he that everybody was cc'd or whatever so imagine if some shit like that happens with your thoughts dude you like send it to the wrong Whoa. person by mistake like this is slippery slopes over here man <laughs> no man yeah no not risking that yeah, that's, that's when you get the <laughs> thought police thought police. hey facts though straight up yeah, the real thought police. Yeah, like in uh, what was it? Total Recall. Yeah, and in right? that Bale movie too. Uh, Equilibrium. Yes, exactly. It's like you start doing things preemptively like that. You got grounds for a dystopian movie. We don't want to be part of that. We're going uh -huh. that direction, guys. I don't know if you've noticed. We're all in quarantine, and there's like about to be martial law and shit. <laughs> Dude, we haven't gone outside in seven weeks already at this point. You know what I mean? We're, we're at the dystopian. I mean, I've gone outside. Obviously, so have I, yeah. <laughs> but, like, as a people... Why didn't anybody say anything? <laughs> yeah, no. No, nah, I'm not... I haven't been... Uh, to, look, uh, me and my girl went to Whole Foods today, and we only had one mask, so I had to wait in the car. <laughs> <laughs> How convenient. Yeah, I mean, that's some corn. <laughs> Bullshit right there. Damn. These are the stories you're going to be telling future generations, you know? Right. That's crazy. That's crazy. No, but um, I managed to, like, go when they opened up some of the parks. Went out to the park, you know, maintained my distance. It was just really nice to be outside, man. Yeah. It really makes you, like, appreciate just, just being outside. <laughs> That's it. They opened up South Point for one day. <laughs> And Yo, like this is why we can't have up. nice things over like what was it over like ten thousand citations or some shit like that. Come on, you guys, one day, one day. Of course that happens though. Why does Miami have to be like this? Yeah. I get it. It's never right. gonna change either. Ah, like people are gonna go right back to whatever they're doing. It's like that's the crazy part. I feel like the next pandemic, they're not gonna shut shit down. They're just gonna be like, okay, you know it's out there. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. You know, to each their own. Yeah, no, I got I got the little like nasal testing thingy for it. I'm just gonna have to die if there's another pandemic because I'm not doing that shit again. Uh oh, it's like crazy, huh? I'm just that shit sucked. Would you not spray recommend something into your nose? through the nose thing. Yeah, you yeah. Spray something in there. Spray oh. what? You froze for a second. You froze for a second. You fucking froze, okay? Who are you talking to, Dre? <laughs> All of y'all. What do you call Who it? Who are you talking What was it? It was like a, it's like a swab, right? It's like a really long, thin swab. It's like a really long, thin, like, Q-tip. And they just 
all the way up in there. It felt like I was being mummified or some shit. It was crazy. It was crazy. That's like that's like total recall when they were sticking the thing up his nose, remember? Yeah, no, not pleasant. Not pleasant at all. Would not recommend. They're doing a sequel to Demolition Man. No way. They're doing a Holy crap. Demolition Man got a lot of shit right. Like that whole contactless greeting thing. I know. I know. It did. But but he's so old now. How old is he? I mean, he's still doing Rambo movies and Rocky movies, you know? He's, it's been a while. It's been a Wesley while. can but, still yeah, karate. No, nah, Rambo it. was like a year ago. Really? Rambo was like two. It was like 2018 when it came out. Last Blood? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. He's too old. Yeah, I don't know about that. It'll be interesting, but I don't know. I don't see it doing well in theaters. I like the Expendables, but that was the last thing I saw. Like he had some other movie where like they're breaking out of some space jail or some shit. I was not into that. Are you guys looking forward to Space Force? Star yeah. Wars. Uh, yeah. Space Force. Yeah. Did you see I the trailer? Yeah, I see some of the trailers, man. Oh my god, it's like The Office, but in space. I oh love it. Oh my god, I gotta go look it up. As soon as we finish this, I'm gonna go look it up. You haven't watched? Oh, it's no, hilarious. I didn't know. Oh, the trailer was up. Really? No. Oh my god, it's so good. And then they're also coming out with this show about um Greek mythology set in like modern times. I always eat that shit up. Love Greek mythology. Uh, so. I love Greek mythology too, but like remember what you said, like Good Omen, and there's like another one like Damien. Like I feel like if you do Greek mythology in modern times and like you go in that direction, I'm not gonna connect. Because I don't connect with like those devil no good uh, omens bible. It's not Greek mythology. Yeah, yeah. Good Omens okay. is Bible. Yeah, it's Christian. No, Greek I know. Mythology is like Hades and and you know Zeus, Poseidon, Hera, Aphrodite, Hephaestus. You know all of those guys. Right. The really really well, sick shit. Athena, Perseus, Medusa. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Like no, see, I'm not into that. Like when they try to, whenever they try to modernize things like that, like it just doesn't feel right. Like when they did um. This kid, like, it's like a kid movie, like, where he goes to Mount Olympus or whatever, and he has superpowers. Percy Jackson. They did yeah. not handle those reiterations of those books very well, because those books are actually very well written, and they handle the theology really, really well. The movie yeah. did not do it any justice. I completely agree. The movie sucked. Yeah, it was it was just not great. But Rick Riordan, the, the author of those books, great, great writer. He introduces different characters in ways you wouldn't expect them to. Just based on like the different aspects of the personality that comes with their their deity ship or whatever you want to call it, he just does a really really good job. I'm very into it. And he, he covers Norse mythology, Egyptian mythology, Greek, Roman, all of those, and it's super super cool. Yeah. yeah. But wait, they modernize. You say uh, they don't like you don't like when they modernize like old stuff like that. But they modernize the Bible and dogma, and you like it. Okay, so there are some examples, obviously, where they could bring things uh, uh, into the modern world in a good way. Like Dogma did an awesome job of that. Like Dogma is an yeah. example on the other end of the spectrum where they just like, I don't know, they, they explained it in a way that was like, oh yeah, like, okay, this old uh, mythos that was in the Bible ends up being having some truth to it, you know, like, mm -hmm. and like that was cool. Like, but it wasn't like, you know, like a modern 
Athena and she wears sneakers and they have like little wings on them or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like Hermes, to be, yeah. Yeah, Hermes. Hermes. I think it's pronounced Hermes. That's the brand, not the god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I need to smoke. <laughs> what else have you been, have you been doing to keep busy during quarantine? Myself? Yes. So I picked up a lot of like crafty sort of hobbies. Um, so I sort of refurbished, like repainted, like sanded down everything, this little cabinet or whatever. And I made it look brand new, you know, white and gold detail, all that stuff. Um, I've been getting back. I made like some face masks. So I broke out my sewing machine. Um, I've been doing some cross stitching, some painting, you know, some building, things like that. Just, you know, working with my hands, keeping myself busy. Sick. It's been cool. It's been really, really cool. Yeah, you know, just been fixing things up here and there. Like, my laptop screen was broken. I fixed that. Like, you know, bought the circuit board. Like, just, you know, just machinery, things like that. So, it's been really cool. It's been nice to to get back into that and the crafty self. Are you guys ready to get back to the office? No. I don't know, man. I mean... I like this whole being at home thing, but I don't know. Going back to society would be nice. If, if it meant, you know, being able to go back outside and, you know, enjoy life again. Yeah, definitely. Definitely want to go back to the office. I, I don't think I can go back to a job, guys. <laughs> Ever? I don't think so. I've, like, tasted the forbidden fruit, you know? So, like, that's it for me. Like, this is, this was, like, if this ever happened, <laughs> I knew I would never go back, and it happened. So, like, I don't know what to tell you guys. So, you're going to be a kept man? No, I mean, I'm going to figure out a way to bring in some money from oh, home. Okay. <laughs> but that's it. But in the meantime, no. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not hurried to go back to the office, but I am, and, you know, I wouldn't mind having a fucking a place to go at night or restaurants and shit like that, you know, like sure. the gym. Yeah, and no, those I, I just yeah. personally don't want to go back to the office. That's that's a whole different conversation, <laughs> though. You know, it's a I think, I meant, I think that's what you're talking deal. about. No, I meant like you know, if the opportunity exists to work from home, like, are you gonna push for it? Like, oh, I mean, I feel like this is proof that a lot of people can work from home and it doesn't affect their their productivity at all. You know, and I, I feel like a lot of the complaints I'm getting from my friends is that they're being worked more now that they're at home than they ever were at the office, and it's just I, like. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Like, it's not even necessary. If you're going to do this, I might as well stay home. Yeah, I agree. I think the, the my wife, for example, the, what she's she's uh, working back at the office now. But when she was home, she was working like, you know, 9 p.m. picking up calls or whatever it may be. You know, Because they know you're home. Exactly. You got no excuse. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> they could always yeah. check on your brain implant, see where you are. <laughs> what you I've thinking about? Be on my day off and shit. You know, yeah. yeah. I think to a certain extent, like companies know that they're in the driver's seat right now, because you're like lucky to have a job. You know. I know, but I also think the service industry gained a lot of leverage in this pandemic to say, like, hey, you know what? Like, when shit goes down, you need us. Like, you need to pay better. Yeah. I mean, if if they get organized, they could ask for more money. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. No, I think that would be great for them. Yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see how this is going to change the world, hopefully in a more positive way. But I know there's also going to be some fallbacks. But I don't know. I always like to look at the positive side of things if possible. I think there are some positives. Like, I think, like, 
probably will bring a lot of manufacturing back to the United States, you know, so that we're not have to depend on China for stuff. Um, Toilet you know, paper plants. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're gonna <laughs> <Toilet> have. <laughs> Bringing back the days, 2020. <laughs> Fort Knox is gonna be filled with toilet paper. <laughs> like, Federal uh, so, Reserves, boys. Exactly. Yeah. That downy shit. <laughs> shit is more worth more than gold these days. For uh, Charmin. <laughs> yeah. No. Did you just did you just attack like a, a location for? I mean, paper? if they're like you know blocking the yeah, come on. Don't call me out like this. Where to cape? Your mind skips like ten steps. Like, <laughs> went straight to the revolution and the attacking of the building for sure. Um, what are people uh, gonna hoard if aliens show up? Oh, aliens exist, guys. I don't know if you saw this. Like, yeah, there's so much shit start. going on right now that nobody that... even registered it. Like, yeah, yeah, we know. <laughs> that was it. Like. Come so we already kind of did know, but had nothing else been going on, that would have been much bigger news. Great. I've seen the video news. before. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the, I've seen lots the, of stuff. The, the difference is the Pentagon confirmed it, but the video itself, I'd already seen it. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're just going to slip this one in since everybody's distracted right now. <laughs> Boom, alien life, guys. How can aliens not exist? Think about it, man. They have to. Well, it's always going to be Sorry, what? They seeded the earth. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I've heard a lot about a lot about those theories too, as yeah. well. Also, yeah. yeah. The Anunnaki. There's a book called The Twelfth Planet by Zachariah Sitchin that he goes into it. Zachariah Sitchin is his name. So he he's like one of the foremost uh, experts on the ancient Samaria. Have you heard of ancient Samaria? It's like yeah. a it's before Egypt. Yeah, so it's like old language, yeah, yeah. I believe. Yeah, they're the ones that invented language. They, you know, they had the drawings on the caves and shit like that. And in those drawings, and we're talking pre-Egypt, right? Like, there's a fucking drawing of the solar system. The sun in the middle, all the planets, like, in perfect proportions, right? Drawn on a fucking wall in ancient Sumeria. So how do you, and, and this is a real tablet, like you can Google this shit, you know? Um, how do you explain that? How do you explain that? There's no telescopes. I mean, yes, I, I get how we would understand how they would, how they would explain that. But my biggest key with that has always been that it's like, nobody questioned the Greeks knowledge on everything. They're just like, oh yeah, they know how to do that stuff. But then we question ancient Sumeria and we question Egypt and how they built those pyramids and everything. Or like the people of the Easter Island. And then when you, you know, look back at that history and you say, oh, they walked. And it's like, oh, that doesn't make any sense because we take everything that they wrote to literally when they were more of like a conceptive sort of people. So when we try to look back at their mainframes and try to understand what it is that they wrote, we don't have that understanding that they had at their level. So I can totally see how we would be dismissive of the way that they did things and their their methods and all of that stuff. But it's just like that's why we have so much lost knowledge. Because then they figured out how they were moving the Easter heads, like the Easter Island heads or whatever, with like ropes and everything, and how they moved the the blocks to build the pyramids with just like enough water to create enough tension on top of the sand and all that. So it's just like I feel like we don't give enough credit to societies like that. I, I feel like I, there's got to be some way to do that. I believe I, in aliens, but I wouldn't attribute that to them. What about the, um solar about, system though? How? Yeah. What about like, South and Central America when when they um have these grooves cut into these slabs of stone that not even modern laser cutters can achieve 
the precision. Oh, like the know? like the ruins in Machu Picchu where it's like yeah. you can't even stick a knife in between those stones. I totally get that. Yeah, I mean, I know it's a long. I know it's a like maybe I'm giving them too much credit, but I don't for a second doubt that the people had the sort of just ingenuity that it took to be able to figure things out like that. I feel like they were able to do it somehow and the knowledge has been lost to us, like, you know, with the burning of the Library of Alexandria. But I feel like at some point they had that capacity, you know? Awesome. Yeah. yeah I mean, they had so a lot of knowledge. Like the end thing is like a cop-out in a way. Exactly. In a way, in a way. And I can see, and you know, and I totally, like I said, I do believe in aliens. I feel like we haven't been completely and totally devoid of their influence on us in some way or level. But I feel like to dismiss ancient civilizations like this, I feel like you know, if people just gave them a little bit more credit, I feel like they'd be able to really see how it was that these things were built and how they were constructed. And I feel like we, as in modern civilization, would be able to actually take from that. Okay. And and even though, like, I'll concede that, but how do you explain the solar system? That one, to me, is still a mystery. Even giving ancient civilizations all the credit that they deserve, because we're talking about inventing language, we're talking about technology like the basis for certain technologies that still carry on to this day right but the solar system that one's tough for me yeah i i totally yeah i totally see because that's a little bit more outside of just the earth itself but i know about like um like recently actually i read about this old i think he was like a scientist or maybe a philosopher you know something at, at that point in time where there were like two obelisks and he knew the curvature of the earth and the circumference of the earth from being able to tell the shadow on one obelisk and comparing it to the shadow on the other obelisk mm-hmm. and being able to like sort of surmise the circumference of the earth based on that and you know all of that stuff and I just feel like that wouldn't come to us so easily but to them you know that's what they had to deal with and so a lack of resources sort of creates ingenuity in that sense so the fact that they lacked all the modern technology just meant they had to be a little more introspective but I feel like it could totally be done somehow. I don't have the answers, obviously, but I like to think that they had that, yeah. that knowledge. I mean, they invented plumbing, right? The Greeks did, they invented the aqueduct. Yeah, they had, you know, aqueduct systems. They were super clean people, you know? They took, they took baths like five times a day. They had aqueduct systems, they had plumbing, they had sewage, they had warm water. Well, they, they really did all have the all same, of these things. They all took a shit in the same room, though. I don't know why. In the latrines, maybe, sure, but overall, I mean, when you compare it to the Middle Ages, which happened way later, it just doesn't make any sense. How did you not guys not retain all of this information? The Black Plague could have been easily avoided if you had just taken from the Romans. They were just afraid of the orgies. That's what it was. (laughs) (laughs) They were uptight. They were. of, Of information, though, right? Like, knowledge truly is power, more than anything else. Right. Yeah, more than a hundred percent. Every now and then, I'll just think about the burning of the Library of Alexandria, and it'll just ruin my day. It really will. I'll get so I, I'm not even kidding. I get so upset just thinking about it. I'm like, just think how much further along we'd be as a society if it had been for that particular moment in history. So you think it's possible that in ancient Samaria there was some kind of technology, um, where or some kind of equation or whatever where they figured out that there was a solar system there was a sun in the middle there were two planets before the earth or you know everything yeah 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 like third planet from the sun all that stuff Uh um yeah i see where the skepticism from that would come but i feel like when we ourselves call that technology we sort of have an idea of what technology means to us you know based on what it meant to them or whatever you know Uh it might not look the same it might work differently you know we've sort of now we're depending on like all these like synthesized things like computers and all of that where it's like maybe they just tapped into the earth maybe i don't know the earth told them what it was that they needed to do just from like simple equations you know the golden ratio things you find like that so 
So I feel yeah. like maybe that's where it come from. You know, I know it's a long reach and all of that and all this, but I well, just really would like to give them credit for for all of that stuff. I feel like we don't give them enough credit. Yeah, what's great about these things and frustrating at the same time is that like your guess is as good as mine. Like we exactly. don't, you know, like yeah. this is the one that makes me feel good. Like that's the, that's the. Yeah, other. exactly. Yeah. And it's just like, that's why I don't mind having these conversations because we don't know. And so we both know that we're just speculating. So we're just like trading back and forth ideas about these things. And like, you know, like I see where you would think about aliens because I hadn't considered that, you know, with the planets and everything. And it's just like learning all of their um, ancient rituals and, and their methods and all of that. So, you know, it really could go either way, but that's why I love these discussions because there really is just no way to know. So it's really just us thinking outside of the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think this is the uh, first iteration of mankind? Like, or you think we've done everything before, got wiped out, and then we sprang back up? Yeah, like this might be, it might be like some Westworld shit. Like this is the- Might be like the Matrix. Oh, like a a programming or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, I've considered that. in the sense that, like, you know how they would kill every human being and only leave, like, nine men and, like, 11 women or whatever it was, and then let them repopulate? Like, what if that, you know, we've had global catastrophic events in the past that have wiped out society? Maybe we had flying cars before. It all got wiped like out. Jets. Yeah, and then, like, a few people lived, and then society started back over again. I think this is our eighth time, personally. But that's just Eighth? Yeah. a very specific number, Renee. What do you know? Um... I just it just feels like an eighth time. It feels like just, an eighth it try. Feels, it's just a feeling. The yeah. eighth time. Yeah. It feels like the eighth try that I'm here. And they're like measuring, you know, like comparisons between all the different tries. Like, you know, subject number eight introduced Corona in 2020 as opposed to 2034. Okay. You know, like <laughs> bring out the murder hornets. Like <laughs> <laughs> UFOs, Corona, yeah. Hornets. Like, what level of Jumanji are we at? Five, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, murder hornets don't even sound that bad right now. <laughs> yeah. No, now they're saying it's all hype, and I'm really hoping it's all hype, because I don't want to mess with no hornets. I know how that's going to end, and it's not going to end well for me. It's just not. <laughs> and I'll really stay inside. Yeah. <laughs> if you wanted me to stay inside, this is how you get it done. Murder hornets. Yeah. 100%. And season is coming up, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like all of this is happening specifically to wipe out Florida, and I get why they're doing it, but damn. Yeah, like, I'm not <laughs> even mad at them, but it's like, fuck, I'm here. <laughs> but they should damn. just make Miami an island, though. Don't spare Miami, you know? Like, Will they? They should. Everybody go to Miami Beach. <laughs> they don't wipe out the rest of Florida. Well, everyone knows Miami is not Florida, though. That's why I'm saying. Exactly. Like, Chicago is in Illinois. Yeah. Exactly. And even New York City isn't New York State. Yeah, it's just just a very little, tiny little population. And Washington D.C. isn't Virginia. Isn't West Virginia? Isn't Virginia? <laughs> <laughs> isn't Washington D.C. like considered its own thing? It is its own thing, but it's like a Vatican City inside of Italy. Mm, right. Yeah. Right, right. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's but exactly it's, like that. Istanbul is in Constantinople. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. Why, man? Why? Czechoslovakia is no longer (laughs) the European Union. Oh, my God. Have you you found yourself bored at home? Me? Yeah. 
I am actually surprised at how quickly I got bored of sitting in front of the TV all day doing nothing. Because I thought that's just how I would write out the whole thing. After like the fifth day, I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I just can't. I just started hating myself. So yeah, I started going out, you know, just spending time outside as much as possible, going to the park when, when, you know, allowed and all that stuff. But yeah, so I've tried to, you know, and then, you know, like I said, I've gotten crafty and all that stuff. So I've tried to stay active in that sense also, but. Yeah, because if not, like, I would not be doing well. If all I could do was watch Netflix and Hulu all day, I couldn't do it. Couldn't. The, the crazy thing about it is, like, like, you could, there were certain places that never closed. Like, I saw somebody ranting, like, on social media the other day, and they were, like, pretending to do a press conference. And they're like, okay, so everyone shut down, except for those places that need to remain open. <laughs> Don't go outside, <laughs> unless, of course, you have a good reason. And yeah. what constitutes a good reason? Whatever you deem to be a good reason. <laughs> you know exactly. What I mean? like, like certain businesses I need to shut down, run. but other businesses can stay open. Yeah. I mean, listen, I need a haircut like a motherfucker, man. Me you too. know, like fucking barbershop needs to open already. Like my shit is woofing, bro. I had a friend who got it cut by his dad and it's just like. <laughs> and oh. then I have another friend who has like three different hair colors right now. She did full Cindy Loper. Very proud of her. Yeah. Fun stuff. <laughs> you too, Fun that's why stuff. I'm a hat. <laughs> Fun stuff. Yeah. I'm I'm like two weeks away from doing something irredeemable Drastic. to my hair. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's getting to that point. It's getting to that point. It might it just might pray for me. People, when people with long hair get bored, they like cut bangs. So like there's gonna be a lot of I don't know, because yeah, the bangs that I have to sport are very different from like regular bangs. So it wouldn't be as easy. So, but I'm hanging in there. I haven't done anything in my hair. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm (laughs) hanging in there, man. I'm hanging in there. Looking bleak. Looking bleak. I heard today today that there's a lot of quarantine babies that are going to come out of this. Oh, yeah. Come on, like baby boomers. Come on. Sure. And divorces, though. It's going to happen. And quarantine divorces. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of babies and a lot of divorces. Hell yeah. I know. I know. God, better not name their fucking kids Rona. I swear to God, bro. It's going to happen. I just want you to start getting mad about it so it doesn't hit you all at once. Just accept it, man. It's going to happen. I think COVID is a good middle name. I don't know. COVID? I would, if my middle name was COVID, I would never tell people my middle name. Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not happening at all. Emancipating myself ASAP. Especially when you're 19, right? Yeah. COVID-19. Like, no. <laughs> Not like Khaleesi. People naming their kid Khaleesi before they saw the ending of Game of Thrones. Like, come on, it's too much. It's just too much. People that like Game of Thrones never said anything after the show ended. They were like, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not rewatching that. Where are they all? Like, no, honestly, yeah. it was like, oh, I'm oh, still here. We're still here, but we're not no, going to you... ourselves again. But listen, yeah. it went from the greatest show ever to like, so what's the greatest show of all time? Oh, you know, Breaking Bad. Like, no one ever brings up Game of Thrones now, you know? It's yeah. so. It, they really did a number on everything. They just undid everything with that last season and especially that last episode and all that. I just. Man, you know what I'm starting to to figure out, though? There's no way to get it right. You have the fucking deck stacked against you, you know? Anytime you're doing one of these, like, huge fan properties. Because you're just not going to live up to people's expectations. Or the pressure is going to get to you. It just, I mean, more times than not, it's just not going to deliver to everyone, right? 
Mm-hmm. Like, how often do we get a movie that's unanimous? That everyone's like, this is awesome. You know, like very. Movie or a show. Or a show. Yeah, a show. Movies? Um, Joker, like, I haven't seen it yet, but everybody's fucking like. In love Renee, with you still haven't seen Joker? Of course he hasn't. No. Of course he hasn't. What's Joker? Why are you the way that you are? You have time. (laughs) I don't have time, Dre. I'm very, very busy these days. All right. Got it. It's a, it's a good movie. It really. Taking up stretching. Stretching. (laughs) Yeah. I'll give you this though. I thought I would be watching more shit, and I really haven't been. You know. Yeah. One hundred percent. More keeping busy doing other stuff. I started investing in the stock market. As a I heard, yes. I heard. How's that going? It's you know, it's uh, there's downs. <laughs> you know, there's there's ups, but then there's downs also. You know what I mean? And you just gotta ride the downs. You so know, it's just going. <laughs> like, sometimes it does go down, but it's fine. <laughs> no, it's life. No, everything's Got cool. It. Yeah. Got it. How's Talon holding up? <sighs> We've. Uh, Remember I told you on that episode that he shit on my lawn? Yeah. So he heard the episode. He brought it up to me and we had a big confrontation. No shit. And uh, yeah, man, we haven't talked since that day. What was I don't that? really want to talk about it anymore, man. It's kind of sad because we <laughs> came a long way. You know what I mean? Seriously? Yeah, dude. Like, I like the kid. Obviously, you know, I was trying to manage his career. I like the kid, but. He's just reckless. He's reckless. It's like you're bringing it up, so, you know. I mean, he shot on my lawn, and I was just not going to take that shitting down. I mean, sitting down. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) You have every right to be upset at the guy. Like, he literally defecated on your fucking, like, property, like, where you live. You know what I mean? Where you reside. I mean, I had to hose that shit down, and it was like one of those, nat- bro, I don't even talk Oh, about my it, God. Of having to pick it up and with a shovel. and <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't mean to laugh. I'm sorry. I mean, who does so that, right? My thing is like, my thing is like, you waited, like, so he shits on your lawn, and you guys stopped talking because of the podcast? Because after I told the story, like, I was like, he, he brought it up. And then he's like, oh, why did you tell the story? Like, I didn't know you were really upset. But he wasn't apologetic about it at all. So that just escalated. And mm-hmm. the more I talked about it, the more I realized I was upset. And the less he apologized and the more he was laughing. You know what I mean? So like, eventually I was just like, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Did he tell you to get over it? Yeah. Tell me to get over it. I like you know that. Much, you know how much I hate that. <laughs> I like this kid, man. <laughs> oh my god! He basically said that. I didn't those words, but he basically said, "Get over it." <laughs> yeah, huh? Yeah, I'm I guess. Sorry, man. I didn't mean to bring up like some painful shit. I mean, yeah. it's it's the end of something, you know, that I thought, you know, would be be cool. And then he posted up his last song, uh, you know, and like that was it. Afterwards, uh, you know, he got on YouTube and he forgot about me, man. He hasn't called me since. You know? Wait, so it's the end? I mean, yeah, we haven't talked. We haven't talked. I mean, I'm I'm willing to work it out, but we haven't talked in a few days. So, yo, Talon, if you're listening to this, man, I need. I know you're a you know kind of recluse, but I need a statement. 
you know, put out a tweet, do a video, something. I need to know your side of the story because. Want to reach out to Dre? Uh, that's fine, but don't reach out to me. Like that's all I gotta say. You know? Yeah, I mean, listen, I'll give you a, a platform on the show, um, and you can say your side. Just to be fair, you know, I don't want to think. I, I don't want you to think that we're over here like shitting on you. So, yeah, reach out to like me. You're shitting on us, <laughs> or on me, I should say. Five six one seven zero eight zero zero seven two. Hit. Reach out to us, Talon. Let us know, man. Yeah. I want to know what's up, man. Don't reach out to me. Then we're kind of ending the show on a somber note. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were going through this, man. Listen, man, like, it is what it is. Like, I I tried my best to, to maintain it. You know what I mean? But, like, the kid is a reckless. He's just crazy. He's reckless. He's crazy. Uh, he's not someone I really want to tie my name to, you know? So the kid's songs are, like, not even that good. So I don't even know what to say. This shit's so, fire. Uh, whatever. All right, man. So are you out of the music game completely? No, man. I got a new artist I'm working with. Actually, it's kind of weird because he's one of Talon's boys, Lil Poopy. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you guys laughing? You guys made me laugh for no reason. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I look forward to hearing what Lil Poopy has to say. How about you, Leo? Definitely. Definitely. I think it's um, going to be explosive. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hope not. Oh. You win. You win. <laughs> Whatever, whatever he does say, you know, it's going to come from, like, really deep inside of him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to just burst out. He's definitely going to drop some bombs. You guys just wait. Oh, man. Can we fire shit? Yeah. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't flush his career like you did Talon's. All right. I'll try not to. Hey. Oh, Jesus. I was like, I have to hit you with the elevated joint. <laughs> oh, God. All right, man. Let's get up out of here. Yeah. Um, Leo, thank you any for closing, Any closing statements, Leo? Anything uh, about uh, the state of Star Wars that you want to get off your chest? Uh, no, you know, man, just rewatching the the original trilogy again. You know, it really holds up. I think it's like the 18th time I've watched it. Very happy with how they did that. Very much so. Haven't rewatched the um the entire trilogy again just yet, even though they just came out with it on May 4th. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna save it until I absolutely have to watch it again. But yeah, I watched for- the uh, the prequels because I don't watch them that much. So I watched them uh, on May fourth. Yeah. Any yeah. have any uh, newfound appreciation for Jar Jar Banks or nah? Nah, Jar Jar still. <laughs> I still feel the same way about Jar Jar um, as yeah. I ever did. Character development there for you. Misa yeah. thinks he sucks. <laughs> yeah. My Likewise. beef with it is that. Um, they shouldn't. They should have had Hayden Christensen in in, in all three. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, just shorten shorten the the young Anakin part of part one. Exactly. Okay. Make that like the first half of part one or whatever, and then show give us Hayden Christensen. You know. That's I good. see that actually. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah. That would have yeah. been good. That would have been good. I like Hayden Christensen. 
I did. I didn't hate him either. Yeah. I didn't hate him either. You know what I did hate was that he doesn't have he doesn't sound like um James Earl Jones, you know? No, obviously. <laughs> so, That'd be a funny dub. That would be a really funny dub. I'm sure someone has done that. I really hope someone has done that at least. Yes. I would watch the crap out of that. I have to look that up. I have 100%. to look that percent. Oh man. Somebody's done it for sure. That's the internet. Um do you have anything you want to promote or uh, any your social media or whatever? Me? No. I'm all good. You know, Rebels by Leo. Star Wars reference. What a surprise. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> Renee, where can they reach us? Um, they can reach us on Twitch. All right. We're on Twitch now. You, you guys are on Twitch now. Wait, what? What are you guys doing on Twitch? We're not on Twitch. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What, <laughs> what's going on on Twitch? You can reach us on Zoom. We're not on Zoom either. <laughs> you guys okay. should be on Zoom. Zoom is fun. You can you reach us play on, like on LinkedIn. I'm hearing about one called House Party now. Oh, House yeah. Party House... is uh, yeah, hosted by Google for Netflix, where you guys all sync on to the same movie. You can all pause it, watch it all together. It's actually really cool. No shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, cool. it's it's very, very cool. Very helpful for these times when you want to stay in touch with friends and loved ones. Very mm-hmm. bonding. Yeah, yeah. You you'll be, be surprised sure. at like how much you cherish interaction with your friends nowadays. It's crazy. <laughs> and so like it syncs up everyone's Netflix? Yeah. So you guys all watch the same movie. If someone pauses it, it pauses for everyone. You can all watch it at the same time, like 100%. Yeah. And you're all like connected so you can like hear each other, I think, or something like that. It depends on what kind of support you have, but I think it can be done. You know what I'm down for? Like, bring back drive-in theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one at Swap Shop. That one is that one is awesome. That's the, I mean, that's the only one around here, I think. But it's great. Yeah, like you want a social distance? Bring that shit back. I'm down. Oh yeah, yeah, you're sh- absolutely right. And it's a great date night. Mm-hmm. Great date night. It's awesome. Smoke 100%. in the car, do, like drink, do whatever the fuck you want in the yeah, car. Yeah, take a pickup truck, just like lay out on the bed. Frick yeah. Really? Damn, bring that back. Bring back milkshake. All that good stuff. Did <laughs> you sure. really just say get a handy? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, you guys are trying to skate around that. Like, that's not what you do at drive-ins. I mean, shit. listen. <laughs> you're not wrong, okay? <laughs> it's implied. Wrong. We all know. Exactly. You, know? <laughs> you don't need to say it. Come dialogue. on. Are you saying it's I don't have class? with classy people. <laughs> Come on now. Is that what we are? <laughs> I, don't that's, I don't know if that's our reputation in the streets. We're sophisticated up in here. That's mm-hmm. what you are, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had a professor in here yet. Uh, yeah, we had a teacher. Still with a professor. professor. Damn. I'm going to have to get my master's. Yeah, I'm going to have to get my master's just to, you know what I mean? Just to be on yeah. here. Finish mm-hmm. that up. You're like, I am a professor now. <laughs> Well, we'd love to have you back, Professor, or not. Uh, thanks a lot again for being here. It's always good to talk about Star Wars. Um, yeah, I think Marvel. we're good stuff. Yeah, all that other stuff. A lot of a lot of ground today. For sure, we're proud do. of the work we've done here, you guys. I feel good about it. I, yeah, I do. I do too. I really just do. I'm, I'm actually gonna. I actually just finished watching Mando again, so that's what I did on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. You watch Mandalorian. May 4th? Yeah. Favorite episode or favorite moment? Uh, favorite episode would be 
probably one. <laughs> That's the only one you watch, doesn't it? God damn it, Renee. I hate this guy. God <laughs> damn it. At this point. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dre? Uh, I hate that you know me so well. <laughs> I just call the bullshit. I just see it. All right. <laughs> God damn it. Probably one. My favorite scene is in the first 20 minutes. <laughs> I hate you. I hate My favorite you. scene is the first scene. <laughs> <laughs> With all the things, <laughs> you know, right before the door opens. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, let's get up out of here. Yeah. Peace, all guys. Right. Peace, all guys. Right. Bye, Thanks, guys. Later. Later.